I love the banana. It gave me very much so I want to eat a banana in Vegas with a showgirl. <laughs> but this, Kasha, <laughs> this I hate. Honey, it looked like a bag of broken rubbers, honey. You know those colorful <laughs> rubbers, the cheap ones. Right. I think if it just would have had a little bit more order, right. it would have been incredible. It looks like it's for a three-year-old who couldn't make up her mind on what birthday party <laughs> to have. Yes. That's what this is giving. This is definitely a birthday party that I would not have eaten any of the cake, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, just a blessing and a miracle to be standing here on this stage and be so clear and so present and just have a good time in the biggest busted pinata dress, accepting whatever criticism comes my way. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and to be a part of this family is such a gift. Thank you for that. Mary, the irony of a girl dressed as a three-year-old who couldn't make up her mind on what kind of birthday to have, reading a queen for looking like a three-year-old who couldn't make up her mind on what kind of birthday to have, is why I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I mean, yes, let's, let's start <laughs> with Jojo Siwa. Who I want the world for. I love her. We need to protect her. I know that you didn't watch Dance Moms, but like, we love JoJo. JoJo, we love JoJo in this house. Uh, I support JoJo. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I I appreciate the, she was kind of like Lisa Frank meets Mel Gibson in The Man Without a Face in terms of what she was serving on that judges panel. Remember that movie, Man Without a Face? Mary, of course I remember that. Yeah. I feel With like... Stall? Yes, that is correct. Mary, yes. Uh, a... That movie was... It's a heavy movie and was burned in my mind. And is that what Jamie Lee Curtis... Am I, did I make that no, up? No, no. No, you made that up. I made that up. Yeah. She's in. Yeah. She's in Forever Young. She's in Forever Young. So uh, the man without a face, I can't remember her name, but I'm going to guess it's Andy McDowell um, because it's somebody like that. I've, I've looked uh, up the cast. Fortunately, it is not America's worst living actress, Andy McDowell. Uh, it's either Faye Masterson, who I'm not familiar with, or Margaret Witten, who I'm also not familiar with, but has an Andy McDowell-y face, so you might not be So wrong. Faye Masterson played, like, the bully older sister. She Gloria. was, like, such an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, she was a fucking asshole. But I think she had her own issues. Like, she was, like, getting abused by her boyfriend or something. So mm -hmm. anyway, and then uh, no, we're talking about Margaret Witten. Margaret Witten. And then, of course, there's little Gabby Hoffman as Megan. Oh, Oh, Gabby Hoffman from Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, and yeah. Richard Mazur's in it, who we love for My Girl. We love, we yes, we love Richard Mazur. Hot Let's Uncle Richard him. Mazur, yeah. Oh, my God, for sure. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. to say nothing of Mel Gibson and Nick Stahl, that movie is hilarious. Um, anyway, JoJo Siwa. <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. JoJo Siwa. <laughs> JoJo Siwa reading uh, Kasha Davis. You know, I wondered what your take was on this moment where Kasha decides to just like you know expel all the demons and be like oh my god i am here i'm present this is okay yes i get it it's ridiculous i don't sew you know i have good credit so i don't sew um and it's all good and then candy kind of like glaring about it well first of all i feel like we we could edit like 
Kasha saying this all on stage with the footage of her packing up her bags and untucked. Because <laughs> that's what's happening here is like she's yes. basically like looking at the notes from the girls while saying, and this has just really been great. She's she's walking off stage while giving this speech. You know, it's like, and it is indeed. Kasha, Kasha, wait. You're, you haven't been yes, eliminated yes. yet. Kasha, <laughs> yes. Kasha, gotcha, gotcha, wait. Kasha, Kasha, wait. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we still need to eliminate you. Yeah, yeah. There still needs to be a, a lipstick drawing yeah. and uh, a We've lip sync assassin. Raja O'Hara is back there. She's been yeah, here for like three hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kasha, people need to vote. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. Kasha, Kasha, wait. Kasha, stop. Kasha, wait. <laughs> stop. Stop. Um. You know. You know what I love. What I love about this moment. And what I love about Kasha Davis. And I have so many other thoughts on Kasha Davis, but. What I love about this moment in Kasha Davis is that she, she she didn't actually try to defend it. Like she knew she's like, oh, my God, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. it's oh, OK. Yeah. It's OK. And that's very real to me. And I think that's very transparent. And I know that's something that she like is doing with uh, just her platform. Right. Being transparent, being very real. Well, yeah. When, when she says to be able to stand up here and be clear headed, I mean, certainly it's it's, you know, uh, alluding to her being sober now but Super, there's also yeah. like i can see with my own two eyes i i can see what everyone else looks like i can see what i yeah. look like i'm yeah. i'm no fool you know and you know there's always the hope and this is kind of what you know i would hope for but that you do you do kind of fight for it like look i know i fucked up but oh my god my snatch game is incredible you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. wanted her to just push a little bit further and i know she was writing on social media like look i'm not gonna beg and that's mm-hmm. what the girls wanted her to do well i feel like kasha and, and we certainly saw it in the first two episodes the value that she brings to a season Mary is is beyond runways like this is the kind of thing where I would just like give her a pass because like what she what she would bring to next week's acting challenge what she brought to last week's comedy challenge what she would bring to snatch game would be so entertaining that like Mm. this I'm like all right whatever I mean you know I don't agree with who is in the top either so like it's all a wash (laughs) it is all a wash but here's my thing because I know there was discussion about how queens are voting and strategy in the workroom this uh this season between the girls and a a lot of it was alluding to like track record is the default and then there's other factors now they didn't talk about when there was no track record. Like between Darian and Kasha, weren't they kind of evenly matched? Well, Darian had been in the bottom once, and Kasha oh, has did. been unfairly safe at least one week, but has been unfairly safe, safe. Through eight, throughout. Yeah, sure. Okay, so then technically Darian should have been in the bottom, but Kasha kind of sent herself home. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they kind of allude to this in the workroom talk earlier in the episode of you know if we're going, Darian says if we go by track record, God forbid him in the bottom. You know, and I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll see you in the bottom in about 40 minutes. And uh-huh. uh, okay. so I, you know, and listen, Darian is my pizza queen. I have pledged my allegiance and planted my flag on, you know, at, at, at you know, Miss Lake from the beginning. But I feel like in this situation, I probably would have saved Kasha and probably based it mostly on track record and then like a little bit maybe on emotions. 
Well, this is a look you go home in, and I probably would have just ended with that and voted for Kasha. But if I, you know, was, let's say I was voting, I wanted, I want more Kasha Davis because I want to see her in the acting challenges. I want to see her on Snatch Game. I want to see her go further than that. And she didn't go as far as Darian Lake, I guess. And I, you know, I don't know. That's probably where I would have ended up is sending her home. But to think about what would have come, I would have actually sided on saving her instead. Yeah. And of course, I'm voting as a viewer and not a contestant because maybe there's a feeling of like, oh, man, if we have like a comedy or an acting challenge, now she suddenly went from like not competition this week to big mm. competition. Mm. And, you know, Darian is certainly very funny. And she won that acting challenge in season six with just a head in a box. But yeah, so, you know, I, either way, you got competition in the bottom two this week. Yeah, uh, you got to take one of them out. Uh, it's it's just unfortunate, right? Because I probably would have swapped another queen out to be in the bottom. And I'm surprised it didn't go that way. But mm, I, I, do you want to reveal who you thought <gasps> should have been in the bottom at this oh, early Should stage? I choose violence this early? Should, should I choose violence this early? Should no, I... let's wait. Let's nope. wait. Let's wait till we're talking about the looks. Yeah, the <laughs> girls are growling, but they're also deep teasing. Okay. Um, yes, the girls are growling. girls are yes. growling. Uh, yeah, well, indeed, this week we, we had a ball, and uh, for those bingo marys out there, we had a queen who couldn't sew. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and just while I'm mentioning bingo, I, I don't know if this is a reflection of our bingo board or this season, but like three people have bingo already. It's just. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. maybe it's a little bit of both, but oh, man. Yeah. So, the, uh, so far, very predictable. Yeah. Like y- y'all are going to have bingo very soon. And so let's just all accept that we're playing blackout bingo this season because like bingo bingo is like. That's just a bingo. yeah. That's just an appetizer. Somebody outside got bingo, you know. <laughs> Someone out there got bingo. <laughs> yes, yes, that's correct. So I, I, I'm sad. I'm really sad. Kasha went, and you know, uh, there's a lots to talk about this episode besides being sad that she went. And uh, yeah, I think I think we can we can move backward if you would like. Yeah, let's dive in. I mean, you know, listen. The moment that Kasha said, even before she said that she didn't sew, the moment that she said in Act One, like, I hate games. I was like, well, yeah. then what are you doing here, Jeff? You know? Well, yes. Yes, correct. Right. Because you do have to kind of like play a strategy game, I guess. But here's the kind of opposite to that. They're, they're, they show a scene of Heidi and Lala trying to play the game. And they can't because the workroom is, it's just one fucking room. They can't like go off to the well 800 meters away and get water for 15 minutes and then come back. Like everybody's there. Everybody's listening. This idea of like, oh, we're going to create an alliance. So we're playing a game. Nothing is going to be secret about that. Well, and that whole like interrupted meeting of the miscongeniality is I was like, this feels like a bit. Because, like, mm. the way that Kasha's like, oh, do you need these towels? And James uh-huh. is like, hey, do you have any gloves? And then Candy's walking yep. by. I was like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is an acting challenge. <laughs> yeah, I so so as Kasha says, like, you know, I don't I don't really play the game very well. Obviously, that uh, confessional was taped after she went home. 
right? Or after she was eliminated. Because uh, mm. you can hear it in everything she says that it was kind of reflective. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like very much so reflective on the fact that she didn't do well. Um, and yeah, it's like maybe the producer asked like, so why didn't you just like create an alliance, right? Why didn't you make sure? And it's just like what the unsaid part is they really can't. They really can't. Yeah, and and I feel like at this point, I mean, what, Heidi's made alliances with like half the cast. Eventually, word's going to get out 10 feet away that Heidi and Lala have an alliance, and she has an alliance with Candy, and she has an alliance with somebody else. Jimbo, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think it is Jimbo. I yeah. think it is Jimbo. Uh, <clears throat> well, anyway, I, I, I saw it coming. Definitely saw it coming. It was either going to be Kasha or... It was going to be, um, wait, was who voted for Kahana? It was Kasha. It was going to be the Jessica or mm-hmm. Kasha. Yes, that's true. Those were the two. Yes, because Jessica very painfully says, I picked Kahana. Like, she, there was, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jessica. Oh, Jessica, you're giving, you, and uh, telenovela this week. And I also uh, want to recognize, like, the five Marys who literally knew what the com reference was when it comes to Jessica oh. Wilde. Oh. I am, Mary... If you do not okay. orient yourself with this reference, I can't help you. I'm trying to mil- I'm, try- I'm trying to give you the best summer of your life here. Okay, oh, well, I'll look it up right now. Macho fucker. Oh wait, no, I'm on my work computer. I can't. Oh yeah, don't no. do that. And then if you want to put some sprinkles on that Sunday, add in macho fucker Igor. All right, I'm looking up on my phone now. <laughs> macho, machi? No, macho fucker Igor. All right. Yeah, well, get those image here results. We go. Images. Get those image results, Mama. Oh, he's on everybody's favorite list. Oh, this man. That oh, guy. He, yeah. He's a very large penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is a uh, that is one very large young man. Uh not very young, actually. No, I, I wonder where he he's one of those people like, where is he now? What happened to Igor? Is well, he, is he dead? His dick didn't shrink. No. Anyway. If anything, it, it, it got up and left him, you know? I mean. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I'm going to put this away uh, yeah. till later. Put that in um, your favorites it, folder. Yeah. That's that's correct. Mary, uh, there, was, there was a lot of kind of relationship, sex talk. Like, I, I really appreciated this episode because usually in a ball episode, there's the same storylines, which we did get. We did get the same storylines this episode, which is a queen can't sew, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and and there you have it, right? Um, but we did get some, I don't know, some personality from these queens, right? Talking about James and Alexis in a, sl- in a swing. A swing. Did they mean sling? That was what I that that's the words that I know. And so when I heard swing, I think of one of those little baby swings, you know, I think of always be my baby by Mariah Carey. Mm. Like you're on a swing and you're like, yay. Uh, Yeah. But but I also know that there are sex swings like I know that that's a thing. I just I think they meant sling. Yeah, I feel like and I have no scientific evidence of this, but like straight people use swings Gay people use slings. Oh, that's it, Mary. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 Don't fight it. <laughs> Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Okay. We need that on the clip. We do. We do. Yeah. We so people get it. Um, yeah. Uh, I I appreciated that talk. I appreciated the 
a relationship talk that happens later, particularly because it was just a stark contrast from what we're normally used to hearing. I thought that was very interesting. And, and I certainly, if it, further identified with when Darian Lake says, I don't want to share a bathroom or a bedroom. I was like, yeah, exactly, Darian. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I've been saying that for a while, that like sharing a bedroom, it's just like, why don't you have two bedrooms? Don't you want that option? You sleep better. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Don't you want to be happy? Yeah. And it's it's kind of refreshing to hear this narrative of like, yeah, I don't want anybody to ruin where I am right now. Because mm-hmm. like to, to me, that was the, the, the line that I was like, fuck yes. Like getting into a relationship very often they'll just kind of ruin it. They'll just kind of ruin what you got going on somehow. And uh, again, I just want to recognize that's usually on me. It's oh, usually sure. on me because I allow that to happen and uh, and all of the habits that I have with relationships that are really bad, you know, like it is me and I know what's best for me sometimes and that's like, well, I'm going to be single unless something crazy happens, you know. Yeah, unless something unless something significant in me changes, uh this yeah I, I i know what keeps the equilibrium yeah uh which i feel like is what darian is is kind of hinting at and what candy's talking about of like mm-hmm. I, I i've got this all figured out so unless someone else can you know compliment this without getting in the way of it you know yeah. and, and what's that you know what i mean like that's a, that's a, maybe the weird way to look at being in a relationship is like well just don't get in the, get in my way you know like well, that's that's part of what being compatible means, right? And like, if it's just, and that's what I think Darian's also talking about with this idea of like, well, I like side dishes. Sometimes I want this. Sometimes I want this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want this. Uh, on top of that, though, it's like you know, the person that might be really compatible with you, uh, like living wise, might not be compatible with you sexually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you get all those boxes that have to get checked for you know compatibilities. You know. It's a multi-pick list. It sounds like a lot of those queens in that workroom are also people that just were like, yeah, I don't want to compromise most things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Most things they don't want to compromise on. Like for me, for instance, right? Like there's certain things that I just can't compromise on. It's just like, yeah, if you do this, it is an absolute deal breaker, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've been, and maybe I'll I'll save this for Patreon, but I've been mm. my my new obsession is this show on Showtime called Couples Therapy, and it's oh. like you know it's not like in treatment, like it's a you know quote unquote reality show, but it's you know each season is this therapist with you know four or five different couples that you sort of follow oh, through no. the season. Oh, it's fascinating. I mean, like it's so fascinating. But I feel like oh, save it, yeah, oh. let's save it. Let's talk about that. Later. Yeah. So consider this a deep tease. We'll we'll dive deeper into that about couples therapy because it's. Mm. I feel like I'm getting free therapy. Yeah, you're getting a new chapter, just like everybody else on this season. You get a new chapter. Yeah, a new chapter. yeah. I'm gonna get out of that swing and get my new chapter. <laughs> and into a sling. And into a sling. Uh, uh, I'll bet they're the same thing. You know what I mean, Mary? Like I bet we're just like. We only knew one word. You know? Sure. Some people call them, you know, sandals or flip-flops. Australians call them thongs. But either way, it's a shoe with a thing between your toe. You know, I will say this. I just did a quick Google search. What is a sex swing and what is a sex sling? A sex swing is like a swing set for very adult games. It's made for harnesses. It has a seat. It can be mounted on a door, wall, ceiling. 
and there is a pop-up ad. Um, and then a sex sling is much simpler. It's a harness that goes behind the neck and has straps for legs. The purpose of the sex toy is to allow you to try new positions without having to actually be uncomfortable while maintaining them. Oh, well, the more you know. Well, all right. Marys, you don't have to send us emails now. Yeah, now we know. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> we know. Uh, you know, I this is uh, not on the topic of, of swings, but on the topic of things. I do have an early nominee for this season's time capsule. And it is would, it the sex sling that it, uh, James Mansfield it, was in? It's not. It's not the swing or the sling. It would be Lala Ree's confessional pillow. <laughs> oh, the pillow. The pillow. Yeah. The pillow that was falling out of the back of the chair. <laughs> I feel like. What a moment. What a moment. I love that the show is like, you know what? We're on Paramount Plus. We've got time to dedicate yeah. to watching Lala Ree try to readjust her confessional pillow. Could you imagine me falling through the chair on national TV? <laughs> I can. It would be so funny. I love how she's like, oh my God, could you imagine that? She's like, hell no, that's not going to happen. I got this big ass. I love her. Oh, she's uh, so funny. She, this is a you know great week for Miss Ray. She's somebody that I feel like, I think the reason we love her is the same reason we kind of love Katya, because there's no way that she could really like put it on without still being herself and being very real and authentic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's like a it, it's a gut feeling where like when you're watching somebody like in a confessional like that, it's like I don't I I don't think you're turning on or you're trying to be something you're not. Like I just I feel like you're, you know, you're just being Lala right now. <laughs> She's just being Lala. Yeah. Uh my best friend Lala said that I was being I'm just being JoJo or something like that. <laughs> right. One of those Mary, things. Mary, I, I'm sorry you got more material mayhem. Oh boy, we got running for supplies. I should have put it on the bingo board. Running for supplies. Yeah, this was intense. Uh, I do have to ask: Did you did you notice and appreciate in the room mail RuPaul's bus driver wig? Yes, I did. You know what? I I noticed the wig the the wig, and then I was like, uh, it looks too tall. I don't know. I yeah, it probably is, but oh, I love it. I just love who she is in that wig. Uh, I just love uh, it. Uh. Yeah, I uh, know. I hear you, um, Mary. A uh, fun, fun, funny story. So I I went on Twitter. I hate tweeting, but I do, and I tweeted like I'm about to watch the episode, but I'm gonna predict that's that RuPaul or one of the judges says clean up on aisle seven when a queen walks on the runway. Mm. And what ended up happening is I got clean up on aisle blank twice this episode, never in aisle seven and always before the runway. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, they did it before the runway and yeah. they they didn't even say seven. They picked a one syllable uh, number, mm -hmm. which I don't think works as well. I think it's clean up on aisle seven in, is funnier than clean up on aisle ba. Yeah, clean up on aisle eight is not as funny. Uh, right. And Alexa said three and RuPaul said six. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the there is a world where clean up on aisle two could be funny because the two is kind of got a punch to it. Okay, but okay. seven has a nice clean up on aisle seven has a nice ring to it because it's something you call out seven, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my question. When when Alexa said that they would clean up on aisle three, was she giving blowjobs in aisle three? What yeah, I didn't I didn't get what the move. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing. They could have cobbled that together. 
It was all like they could. It was all yeah. one camera take. I they didn't cut, right? No, 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 no. Well, what? The, yes, when she said clean up on aisle three and did it, that was all one camera take. But they could have taken when she said clean up on aisle three, and that was like after she was talking about Lala in the workroom. You know what I mean? Oh, I see that it's like, oh, well, looking at Lala making that that, you know, uh, shelf liner dress. It was like, <laughs> yeah, man, right, right. I'd like to oh. clean up on aisle three uh-huh. knuckle against Ooh. lip. Oh, yeah. Um, but instead it was like, oh, the looks that we have to create are this and this and this clean up on aisle three. And they kind of just added that in there and it didn't really make sense. I mean, that's a theory. I think you're being very forgiving. Uh, I I think it was just a weird mixed metaphor. I think it was just like RuPaul, because RuPaul does it later with Jimbo. She does it with, no, she does it with T.S. Oh, no, with Kahana. You Kahana mean. of like, oh, have you ever considered, you know, if you help yeah. me? It's, Trading it, favors. It, yeah. it, it, it's, I mean, I guess you could go on the bingo board because it's just so tired. The like wiping your lip, the implied blowjob. It's so... Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, like, well, here's my thing. Here's my thing with that. Just that motion in general of like, you know, wiping the lip of, of semen. Um, if you're doing it right, you won't need to do that at all, dear. Yeah, right. I'm like, how is it getting out? <laughs> it should be all the way down your throat. Yeah, unless it's coming out your nose. You know, looking at you, Igor. I mean. I- <laughs> I guess I could see it like if somebody just like comes on your face or on your mouth, you know, then maybe that motion happens. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. you know, uh, don't don't come on my face. What are, what am I gonna <laughs> come do? Come all with over this? my tits. Yeah. yeah, come all over my tits. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aim south. You know. Yeah, all over my tits. Uh, yeah, I I I did notice that. Uh, uh, clean up on aisle three. That I just I don't know. I still feel like it was. It was taken out of a context. That's all. All right. You know. Well, you know, the world will never know. But what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I have no I could jump anywhere. Go ahead. I was going to talk about Kasha explaining why she doesn't. sew. do you think that this is kind of a valid reason now that like the, the storyline of like, oh, I can't. sew is just so tired. And according to Kasha, like it's 2023. We don't have to make our own clothes. We we don't have to make our own lipstick. You know, I don't sew because I'm not Amish and I have good credit. Why should I come out of this competition and sew? Because one week they're going to ask you to sew. And if you don't know I how to, they're going to send you home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I mean, that's reason enough. That's yeah. Reason enough. Like, because sure. other, otherwise she's right. But like at some point they're going to ask you to sew and then you're going to make this and then they're going to send you home. Well, here's the thing. The other thing that I think comes into play here is like you could you could do what a lot of queens do and just fucking hot glue shit. You could just Mm -hmm. hot glue something and be so desperate, creative and impeccable that you make it happen. And and that's what works. And I feel like Kasha, I will say this for the amount of stuff that she put on there and got on there, Mary, like. That was impressive for Hot Clue. Yeah. Like if she was just, you know, maybe, maybe her, her checked bag was too heavy and she needed to get some of those clothes onto her body so that she could travel. That's kind of, I feel like that was the level of accomplishment that this was. Like, wow, well, you managed to get a lot of coats on. Yeah, now your bag was, is underweight. There was a lot. 
There was a lot. Uh, we did k- kind of keep that theme of the sewing thing going. Lala did learn how to sew because she learned her lesson. James talked about taking one sewing class a while ago. And I guess Candy... Candy didn't really? <laughs> candy, candy, wait. <laughs> candy, candy, bake. Candy, can- yeah. Candy, candy... <laughs> Take a sewing class. Yeah. I I bake. mean I Kahana said it best. Easy bake go and uh easy bake going home. Uh easy bake oven going home. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah, easy bake going home. Yeah. Uh brilliant. I would have maybe said easy bake leaving instead of like easy, oven. Oh that's close. Well it's <laughs> it's got more of a rhythm to it than easy bake go home. Uh, she, she's yeah, gonna be easy bake true. leaving. I have this uh visual of a of a little you know, picture that I wanted to make of Drew Barrymore making popcorn in the first scene of Scream, mm. but on top of the Jiffy Pop is Candy Muse's look. <laughs> I mean, make get your Photoshop what? on. What are you making? I'm making candy. I'm making... about to watch a video. Right. <laughs> uh... Love it. Uh, yeah. So the sewing thing, meh. I, I don't know. It. I guess it's. It's always you can always count on somebody not knowing how to sew. I guess. Yeah. I guess at this point, you know the. You've all been warned. You know that it's like when you go to the beach and they're like, "Don't swim out this far." There's no lifeguard. If you you could still swim out that far, you know. But I would heed the warning. But you shouldn't. But there you are shouldn't. sharks. There are man of war. There's jellyfish. And that's why Leah doesn't go in the water. Yeah. Leah doesn't go in the water. Le- Leah doesn't go in the water. Leah doesn't go in the water. <laughs> mommy. <Sorry>. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is too niche. I have to explain. Yes, so Mary's, that's too niche. This is too niche. This is from 8,000 years ago. This is from when Leah Remini was a guest on What's the Tea the first time, like episode 11. And she talks all about, you know, the idea that, like, she does not go in the water. She doesn't go in the ocean. And then finally decided, you know what? Why don't I go in the water? Why don't I just... Why? Why don't I not... Why do I just not decide... Why do I Sharks. It's a yeah. jellyfish. It's yeah. cellulite. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. So I went in the water. And then, you know, she talks about her husband and her, and her daughter, like, freaking out. And like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm in the Mommy, water. Mommy, I'm <laughs> in the water. <laughs> uh, we could put the clip here. Uh, we could. I, I think I sent it. I think I sent it to you. If yeah. You, if you wanted. All right. I'll put it. Because, I mean, otherwise. I'm sure my recreation of it was riveting. But I'll just put the clip it's in. It's so. F- oh, it was riveting. And it was so funny. She is such a treasure. Anyway. So good. Yeah. I just didn't want to go anywhere. And I was like, but I love the ocean. And I was like, why don't I just go? And it literally was like a decision, right? Like, I could decide to either be where I choose. Yeah. To what my eyes want to look at is water. Like I just love being the water. Mm. And then even further, I went. I was at the ocean, and Sophia's my daughter, going come in. I'm like, mommy doesn't go in the water. That just became a thing mm-hmm. in my life. People go, Leah doesn't go in the water. My mm-hmm. mother goes, Leah doesn't go in the water. Mm-hmm. My stepfather, she doesn't go in the water. There, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody just, everybody, it just became a thing that mm-hmm. I never go in the water. And then I was sitting there going, why don't I go in the water? Mm-hmm. If it's gonna bring me joy, like why am I not going in the water? Fear of shark, fear of jellyfish, fear of paparazzi, fear of this, fear of cellulite. You know, and I was thinking all the things, you know. Mm. And I was like, just get in the damn water. Right. Just change your mind. Did you go? Yeah, freaking went in the water. And my husband was like, Leah, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> and my daughter was like, Leah, mommy, mommy. You know, and, everybody, and I was like, everybody relax, I'm in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, frolicking around. 
like, I'm just, and I look crazy. I was like, what if TMZ was there? They would have gone lunatic in the water. Um, you know, I, I think we talked about this a little bit, but we did get some more strategy in the workroom, and it's like, just it just doesn't work, you know? I mean, I think that these are the, like, I think part of the reason the whole, like, uh, can't, uh, I'm like my grandparents right now. Connor, Caitlin, Colin, uh, Lala and Heidi, the reason why that whole meeting of the minds and being interrupted bit felt scripted was like, this is that like part of the show that the producers need you to put on. They need to see the game play. They need, uh -huh. you know, it's like, I got shit to make. I don't know whose lipstick I'm pulling. I'm trying to just make a look, but they have to like get that. They got to make sure that the stakes are, are set in act one or act two for the lipsticks. Hmm. Uh, that's a good point. They gotta. We need to see you guys strategizing. So, why don't you guys strategize over here? Yeah, <laughs> Kasha, could you could you see if she, even though her look has nothing to do with towels, could you see if she needs those towels? Just yeah, right now, right now. Yeah, you can hear them. Uh, so, <laughs> James, do you need, pretend you need something? Gloves? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was. But like, whatever. Uh, I've I've come to expect and accept on this season of all stars that like everyone is actively making television. Yes, exactly. And speaking of television, I think Alexis, I know that, you know, she gets kind of shade for being a producer of sorts, but what I think Alexis excels at is when she is a floozy, when she is playing the little piggy that I know she is. And this whole little segment I thought was very, very entertaining. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. play. Sorry, I thought you were going to play a clip, so I was like, oh, sorry. I'll um, play this one. Okay. I make a wonderful roast chicken. <laughs> I mean, that's what's – I feel like out of context, I love that. I also feel like that, yes. that feels like a quote. I feel like I – it feels familiar of somebody who says, I make a wonderful roast chicken. Yeah, it almost feels sort of like a euphemism, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're not going to eat fucking chicken. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, it was it was adorable that they all called her out. And, you know, in the context of things, which I also love, the fandom knew that Alexis got on All Stars because she wasn't on Grindr anymore. <laughs> yeah, and see, like, this side of Alexis, it's like because I'm seeing so much of, like, Aunt Carol from Great Neck, like, mm. I'm like... Does Aunt Carol from Great Neck have a swing in the basement of the split level that she lives in? You know, like that's it, it's, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to <laughs> place where this is coming from, because like I'm still mostly seeing Aunt Carol from Great Neck. I see. Yes. I <laughs> and hey, Aunt Carol from Great Neck Listen. can have great sex, Mary. Absolutely. She gives great neck. <laughs> she give, uh, yeah. She gives good neck. Yeah. She gives good neck. Jujubee, you give good neck. Mary, how is your neck? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. That was it. You did it. Oh, I'm so happy you did it. Yes. You say that now. I love that Miss Fame just like yeah. beat. It beats Elvira's punchline. Yeah, because it's the pause and it's the kind of confident and like almost the pursing the lips. Fine. <laughs> and then RuPaul doubling over. Like it's... <laughs> Fine. I love, I just, fine. yeah, it's the, fine. Fine. It's sort of. A, <laughs> kind it's, of defensive. It's yeah. defensive, you know? <laughs> it's a bit of a country cousin to Helen Hunt's, okay, in as good as it gets. 
Yes, yes. Oh my god, that's Fine. the edit. How's your head? Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh Anne Carol from Great Neck gives Great Neck. I think I think we can allow <laughs> any ant in the world to have their own sexuality. Um and yeah, no, Alexis Alexis's face just kind of being called out and kind of being like, Yep, yep, I did, I did. Uh, I think is bold and good reality TV. And I think if she leans into being a floozy more, uh, it's only going to make us connect with the real Alexis. I think, you know, I think where I maybe finally felt like, oh, I'm seeing the real Alexis. It wasn't really until Untucked when she was making fun of Candy Muse. And Natra was like, oh, this feels like you've, relaxed and and you're just hanging out with the girls then i was like oh this is fun look at this aunt carol could have fun (laughs) you know you give her a bartle or james or two on ice next thing you know you know god i love alexis michelle mary nuance nuance alexis michelle yeah alexis michelle alexis michelle alexis michelle one star on itunes yeah (laughs) that's what they say that's what they say yeah yeah yeah. uh uh yes go ahead well i was gonna bring us to the russies yes yes the russies and i thought you know the irony that on uk versus the world jimbo threw ham at rupaul and now he's offering rupaul a hot dog (laughs) i like that running theme oh it's great Uh, you know they Jimbo and Rue, this like they were just having a laugh riot. This is RuPaul obviously having a favorite, like really mm. just loving Jimbo's drag, loving Jimbo, Jimbo's ability to just be present and be funny in the moment um, and be unexpected. And I really think just and this might just be informed by me listening to a lot of old What's the Tea episodes, but I think it's Jimbo's irreverence that RuPaul is like finding so refreshing that it is not serious, that it's not, I have to look like a woman and be, you know, unclockable, uh, that her drag is surprising, that it's different, that it's over the top. And there is a lot of irreverence, kind of like a fuck you, even to the fact of Jimbo making fun of RuPaul's laugh on UK versus the world. I, I agree. I feel like it is very much going back to RuPaul repeating what his you know drama teacher told him of like don't take this life too seriously and and that that is i think kind of one of the you know the secrets to drag race is like not taking it too seriously because when you see a queen like you know rose or anyone who gets the your professional edit it's also a variation of like you took this too seriously Mm, right like you're gonna do very well in this business because it's a business Mm -hmm. and you can't win dear (laughs) <laughs> right, right, because like you missed like the you know, uh, there you know this charisma, uniqueness, nerve, talent, and don't take this too seriously. But that acronym doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you ate the fizzy lifting juice. You know, you lose, mm-hmm. you lose. Yeah, and now the you and your grandpa are... are just burping on my ceiling. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So so we had Jimbo, and then Darian comes in. I was disappointed with this conversation. Were you? Yes, I felt like RuPaul, it was like he had suddenly run out of spoons and just like was not ready to have an engaged conversation with Darian. And was basically like, oh, you lost weight. You look great. Like it was so um, non, it was, it was so not about anything else, if that makes sense. It was about something way too literal. 
Yeah, and it's kind of all we've really, I mean, other than her talking about being happily single, like, I feel like it's also all we've really seen about Darian so far is like, mm-hmm. I've lost weight and it's, I have a new body and, and that's all great, but I, I don't know. I, I always think about that. What was the, I guess the season six finale when, or I think it was the finale when she's talking about her parents, or maybe it was on Talked where she was talking about her parents in season six being like, you know, and she, I remember her like she like quotes her mom or her dad of like, don't you come into this house looking like that or something. I don't know. I just I feel like there is there is more to the lake story than than, you know, her Weight Watchers points. Mm, last house on the lake. What's yeah. That? Yeah. Well, there's lake last house. house on the left. There's lake house. There's <laughs> okay. the uh, I think there might be. House by the Glass Lake. House, oh, House by the Lake. House by the Lake is an alternate title to a movie that Brenda Vaccaro is in. Oh my God! Of course. Yeah, yes. House by the Lake, also oh. known as Death Weekend, and it's Canadian. Death Weekend. Oh, Death we weekend. talked about Death Weekend. Yes, we did. Oh yeah, we yes. we did an episode on it. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I think so, Mary. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Death Weekend. It was that weird, oh my God, it was wild in that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the, you know, the guys destroying the place. The guy, then, mm-hmm, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Wild. Oh God, that movie's, that, I, that movie was like pandemic era, right? Maybe that's why it, it feels kind like, of lost me. Yeah, yeah, I cannot, I did not remember it all, but maybe that was like October 2020. Maybe it was one of our All Right, all right Scaries. That was a weird movie, but I think the reason I think it's so weird is because when I watched it, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, but great uh, Brenda Vaccaro vehicle, great, great. Uh, you know, we get a Rusi with Alexis. This again, it, it was just very obvious that RuPaul was like, "What the fuck am I going to talk to you about?" Yeah, <laughs> and- <laughs> it was like, "Make it nice." And but I did appreciate, you know, RuPaul just or a producer talking to RuPaul about it, but like setting up like, hey, your style has gotten a lot better. Um, And it has. I mean, and we also we knew that she could paint, but her style, I think, was kind of what she got read for a lot. I mean, there was a lot she got read for in season nine, but uh, the style, I think, uh, certainly uh, amped up. Yeah, I guess I had forgotten until they showed some of those looks. I was like, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, boy. Some of those looks really didn't work. I mean, we remember a lot of the good Michelle, Alexis Michelle looks, particularly the Breathless Mahoney look. Oh, well, Breathless Mahoney, uh, especially when she wins and she puts her hands on her head and smashes Uh, down the curls. uh, High drag. Yeah. High drag. Uh, Oh, it's my favorite gift. One of, you know. It's so good. It's right up there with crying into the curtain, the veil going mm-hmm. over her. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yes. I know. Yes. We really, I, I, I know we've talked about, maybe not in a full episode, but like the divas of Drag Race, but like the high drag moments, like mm. the, the high, like operatic, the operatic mm-hmm. moments of Drag Race. Uh, <laughs> Alexa, oh, she's so good. Uh, we get Jessica Wilde. This was, this was interesting. Like, why'd you come back here after so long? I don't know. Uh, I I was kind of disappointed in in Je- Jessica's and Kahana's as well. Um, I just didn't really learn too much. Yeah, you know, and Kahana, it's so funny because I I I did certainly see that as as Coco once said, she's Coco Montrese's daughter. Uh, I did really see uh-huh. that because Kahana, it reminded me of when Coco would have one on ones with RuPaul, and Coco would 
I knew she wasn't being herself. Like I knew she was putting on an energy. And the best example I can I can think of is in the snatch game of season five when RuPaul's doing the Rusies and and you know Coco's got her Janet look on the on the mannequin and RuPaul's like, mm. hmm, who am I seeing here? Who is this? You know, Roberta Flack is this? You know, Diana Ross. And then Coco goes, it's it's Janet Ru, and it's this like weird voice. She sounds like Michael Jackson in that Christmas song when he was a kid. Oh, God, and it's God. like, who are you being with RuPaul right now? Is it a regression? You think? I don't know what it is. It's just like a you're. You're being weird, and I just feel like Kahana was just like being weird at this Rusi. It was, it was very. I, I did notice that energy shift. I was like, I mean, she was being silly, and it felt like she was being kind of like loose and relaxed, but it wasn't. It was still there was still an act being put on, and I, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, I didn't like it. I felt like she came wanting to talk about the new body. And, you know, to do the bit about the rolling out her ass and everything. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I It certainly wasn't the connection we got with Heidi and Tears. For sure. How's your grandma, Tears? Um, yeah. You know, my favorite moment of this back and forth was RuPaul saying, I love you. And Heidi saying, I love you too. And the look on her face as she walked away. Mm. I don't know if you caught that. It was just, It's a very small moment. But but Heidi's face as she's looking at Rue walking away uh, is a very interesting moment to me. I did not see the face, but I, I oh, but you know my feelings when Rue tells a queen he loves her. You know, mm-hmm. it often happens when they sashay away, but that is the ultimate is if RuPaul tells you he loves you before you sashay away. So to get RuPaul in the workroom. RuPaul loves Heidi. RuPaul yeah. loves Heidi. RuPaul gets tell. a kick out of Heidi. I think RuPaul loves yeah. hating Heidi's name. <laughs> to the point that he loves it again because it is so uh-huh. – he loves so how wrong it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it doesn't work because it's Heidi and – anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was next here? Oh, we we talked about that dating yeah. uh, section. We could go on to the runway if you want or – The only thing I would just mention just because we saw a bit of it with Heidi dancing around is I would – at some point it could be fun to really talk about our favorite makeup dresses – because some of these queens have getting ready dresses. Oh. Roxy Andrews, infamously, I think was one of the first to really bring out and call out her makeup dress. Monet had a great makeup Monet. dress. Mo- didn't Monet wear the tiger yep. like, onesie? The, yep. Yeah. She had like the, it was like a leopard print, you know, uh, muumuu situation. Oh, okay. uh-huh. But yeah, I just, I love when these queens get into their makeup dresses and then like play around. Mm. Yeah, they're, it's like... Kids in a candy store, right? Getting into character. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And yeah. and a makeup dress to me is kind of like, I mean, that that has the spirit of like getting into your mom's, you know, uh, or, you know, mm. dress or wearing a, a towel dress. That's what I feel like a makeup dress is on par with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, before we talk about the runway, because I think that's a whole other part of the show, everything before the runway, this is a really strong cast. Yes. I mean, strong and in, in, from the reality TV standpoint, I think it's working. I think so. I think that it at this point, it's like the the casting. 
what I'm feeling with this season is, and maybe for some people it's to a fault, but there's a well-oiled machine quality about it where this cast is ready to make television. They are, they're doing all the right things. They're making alliances. They're dicking around in the workroom. They're having, you know, important conversations. You know, there've been tears like these. I think what we're seeing at this point of the eighth season of all stars is veterans of drag race who know what an all-star season needs to be. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's no Gia Gunn, which I think is a missing piece. Um, I will say, I know people didn't like Gia Gunn, but I got to say, Gia Gunn made that season better. You you have to have a little, you know, you got to have a little bit of contrast. Tilapia. Yeah, a little yeah. tilapia, a little salty with the sweet, you know, you, you got to mix it up. She was an instigator. She created scenes with Trinity the Tuck. I don't know. I think that she did really, really well. It's just kind of like being a bitch. Yeah. No, I mean, that that is... Uh, I, and I, I feel like that will emerge because I guess you could say that in her own way, Candy Muse can also start the fire if you need, you know? Mm. Mm. Well, she's not going to fight me. Not going to hit me. Well, I meant to put that on the soundboard. Next week, not going to hit me. Not going to hit me. You won't hit me. I'm not the one. Oh, man. Now I forgot the other one that we need to put on. Not from Drag Race. Oh, oh, it's the the flower plant. Plant. Yeah. Oh, yes. From Strange to the Candy. No, I can remember that. Don't fight it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now, another thing that I, I... And I could play it on my phone, but I feel like given the presence of Jojo Siwa on the guest judges panel on the judges panel um I think you were going through a bit of a dance moms phase and I remember you Huge. had mm-hmm. sent me some videos and there was a clip that really stuck with me that I meant to put on the soundboard but it's Abby Lee Miller yelling at some women so I'm going to play it on my phone here Let's see if we can hear this and your jacket should be longer than your shirt <laughs> And your jacket should be longer than your sh- your shirt. It's so Cher. <laughs> jacket should be longer than your shirt. Wagon wheel uh, Watusi. Your jacket should be longer than your shirt. Wagon wheel Watusi. Yeah, no. Uh, I Man, I really could talk about Dance Moms for a very long time. Because I will go back and forth about how awful the show is. And then also how wonderful it is, which is also how I think people talk about uh, Real Housewives. It is Dance Moms is so bad for so many reasons, for so many. I and that I'm not going to go into right now. And it was so fucking entertaining. And Abby Lee Miller knew exactly what she was doing, and it was brilliant. And those moms don't get me started on oh, Nia's yeah. mother. Nia's mother is. Is you know how people are like, oh, mother, mother. It's Nia's mother is like the origin mother. She, it's Nia's mom is everything, everything, everything. Because wasn't it? I mean, basically, from what I've seen, I feel like there would it would almost be like an untucked episode of these like Real Housewives of Pittsburgh, you know, sitting in the lobby of of you know Beyond Belief Dance Studio, yeah. Whatever it's called, you know, Abby scre- Lee Miller dance. Abby, yes. Lee, yeah, 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 screaming at each other while their kids are, you know, in the other room doing plies. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Yes, yes. Uh, wearing their contempo casuals. <laughs> you know. Oh, Mary, that. Oh, God. And then that eighth season with when she's in the wheelchair and screaming oh. still. 
uh, when she God, makes it when she makes a run, so to speak, a run for oh, it to Baskin it's Robbins. Yeah, yes, it's Car. I think it's Carvel. I feel like I feel like it's Baskin Robbins because I feel like I remember. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm going okay. to Baskin Robbins. Yeah, it was so oh God that scene and, and they're chasing her down the street. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good uh, and so bad, right? The whole show is just like ridiculously terrible to these girls. Uh, and you hope that they like kind of know it. And then, you know, as they're adults, it's emerging like, no, she was awful. This ruined my childhood. Like you're hearing all about that. The same with Top Model, right? You're also hearing mm-hmm. like, oh, no, Tyra was a monster. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, and I suppose it's like and I agree. I do think it's it's that mix of terrible and wonderful that the Real Housewives have. But the added layer of terrible, it's like there's so many children involved with there's children, involved. you know. Yeah. yeah. At but least with the not, housewives. Not that there aren't know? with the housewives. There are children involved. Yeah. I mean, right? yeah. Like Teresa's daughters are always involved Wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. My daughters, you know, I mean, like my daughters, uh, my daughters, <laughs> D-O-R-T-E-R-S, my daughters, my daughter. Uh, Mary, so they introduced Jojo Siwa. I sent you this clip. I made, oh no, I didn't send it to you, but I thought it was a, a, a horribly missed opportunity from RuPaul. Um, so I decided to make it myself, and it sounds like this. And the incredible Jojo Siwa. Are you buying what I'm selling? I am buying two. One for me, one for my mom. Okay, well, I better see some ID. <laughs> I just got it, actually. I just got my ID literally two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm going to fucking key your car. <laughs> <laughs> that I would love to see that. Your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> exactly. That's the other one. Yeah. That's the <laughs> we just start layering on. And your jacket should be longer than your shirt. And I'm a anyway, floozy. We... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a floozy. Oh, I love her. Um, you got to strut and strut. I, I'm i happy to see Jojo Siwa uh, as a judge. She is a fan. It's like giving me Drag Race Spain energy of like she's just there to have a good time and root for the queens. I love it. Yeah, she kind of has like a Miley Cyrus energy where it's like, I think you actually genuinely love this and you're having a great time and, and you're not, you know, I'm... I, I, I don't know much about you, but the kids love you. You know, I guess she's she gay now. Is that what it is? She's gay. She's gay. She's mm-hmm. gay, and she's mm-hmm. gay. I mean, blind. Okay, <laughs> she's, that's right. Uh, Mary, which let's let's talk about each of these categories, but just you know, maybe talk about the ones that stuck out to you. Yeah, you know, legendary. I I don't know if any of them were like blew me away i think i don't think any of them were like garbage but i you know as i was watching i was like i'm only gonna write down the notes on the ones that i feel something strongly about and i didn't write any looks down from legendary so i am also lactose intolerant so that could be a personal decision Uh, yeah uh i thought uh so i would describe alexis's look because she's a broadway queen milky white's slutty sister uh, and, and Aunt Carol from Great Neck at a costume party. I mean, it, it was giving me like the the parents in Hocus Pocus at the Christ- at the ho- Halloween party. Oh, yeah, I do love that. Um, I thought Heidi looked adorable. Yeah, no, I mean, I think Heidi was 
Uh, there's no use crying over spilled milk, but she should have been in the top this week. Let's just say that right away. Completely. Um, Lala Ree's look also, I just appreciated how put together it was. I loved the hat. Like, I loved the hat. She didn't need to put on, like, a costume. She made it, like, fashion. Holding the milk cartons as her bags, mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was, like, nuanced level shit. And the other thing I just wanted to point out is I love under boob cleavage, and Kahana brought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was. I remember Kylie, Sonique Love, Hewitt, Michelle Geller, uh-huh. Nee yeah, Lang, loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. doing under boob, and I couldn't get enough uh, of it. Uh, it's it's like the year of the under boob. I just I think it's so so hot. I think it's so hot. I love uh, it. Yeah, uh, yeah, more under boob. Great. Yeah, give us some more under boob. Um, I. You know, Candy's look came out. I was like, this is a white corset with a neck stole on it. Um, And Darian's was like this, you know, Roman kind of look, Uh, this Roman gown. Yeah. It didn't really fit very well. Yeah, I felt like Darian's, I mean, she looked like, you know, her face, her makeup, her hair, like everything was beautiful. But there was something, yeah, I guess maybe, yeah, the look seemed a little bit too long. I mean, yeah. I thought she looked good, but I don't know if I, I'd have to be told it was milk related. And the other two that, you know, are also in the top here, but Jimbo and Jessica's, I was kind of underwhelmed by Jimbo's. I thought there should have been more bubbles and it was kind of this basic skirt. And the same with Jessica, like there should have been more fruit loops. I just, yeah, I, that's the thing is I obviously Jessica won this week, but you know, maybe, maybe even all three looks I had thoughts on, but certainly this one I was like, it was, yeah, I, like, because I thought, like, Michelle was making a big point of pointing out, well, this is stuff glued to a bodysuit. I'm like, is this not Fruit Loops glued to a white dress? To a dress, yeah, exactly, you know. You know, and I mean, like, you know, listen, my sexual feelings for Jessica Wilde aside, you know, come on now. I don't love this drink. They they needed to pull a Marla Hooch here, you know. They gave her a white dress. Yeah. And a lot of Fruit Loops. And a lot of Fruit Loops. <laughs> I needed that. I needed that energy. Speaking of Fruit Loops, the fruity looks, um, I I got to call it out. Kana's banana dress was so cool. Oh, yeah. And like our second fifth element reference of the season. Mm, that so, didn't go on the bingo board. It okay. didn't. And now I'm realizing we're getting a lot of, you know, I, I do appreciate the fifth element as a drag refer- reference. And so, mm. uh, yeah, I thought she looked great. I... I, I once again thought Heidi looked great and Oh my god, that was the look. Yeah. That was the look. I was thinking Ugh. if it should I should as you know, Barbara please be on this season. I feel like I would do a similar look to this, but it would be inspired by the strawberry grandma candy. You know, the little like, you know, candy that, that then has like the, the Oh the gooey that thing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yep, so yep, it would yep, be yep, similar yep. to this, but it would have probably more of a, like a sheen to it and I would have gray mm. hair because it's a grandma candy oh. and I'd have a pocketbook full of those candies. Mm, pocketbooks, yes, and giving yeah. them out. Yeah, giving them out. Yeah, yep. maybe picking mm-hmm. one out of my teeth, yeah. Uh, I thought it was such a creative way to to do the strawberry. I'm also really glad nobody did a pineapple. It's just kind of like, all right, we're done with the pineapple, right? Well, we have you had... can't do that again. We've had a bit of pineapple, Yeah. Well, but not this season. I feel like it's been, it's just been done and it was done so well. Yeah. 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 It's been done. 
Yeah, I'm just glad we didn't. Uh, I also thought Alexis's was all star level. Like again, like the way that I'm watching a lot of these balls on all stars or these looks, I'm like, it needs to be like gigantic. Like I want to see that you've leveled it up. And when Alexis came out in her blueberry inspired look, I was like, okay, this is all stars kind of level up versus James Mansfield where I was like, Ugh, you should have been in the bottom for this. Look. Oh, I agree. I thought that James's, you know, lemon squeezy was, uh, wasn't going down easy. It just, I, I thought this was a, an unfortunate look that slipped by. It did slip by. I'm lucky her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Heidi wins this round for me with a close second of Alexis and Kahana. Yeah, I appreciate that Kasha did some phone acting with a banana. I, oh, yeah. you know, I have to appreciate a phone acting. Uh, I also, no, I guess my only other note is that time that Suzanne Barsh said, flawed bananas. And I thought this was a great time to remember that time that Suzanne Barsh said, flawed bananas in like All Stars 4 or something. Oh I think she was talking about yeah, was for. Mo yeah. Hart wearing that uh, Josephine Baker look. Oh, God. Uh, so supermarket supermodel. This is the look that I think should be weighted, right? Judged the most heavily. Um, Mary, Lala Ree's look. I mean, it was, as the kids in Paris is Burning say, it's over. I mean, it was perfection. This The face. Mm. Uh, this is my favorite look of all 27 looks or whatever we saw this week. This was my absolute favorite. This is like goes on the shelf next to Katya in that like brown running suit with the yellow heels and the slick back mm. hair. I mm. love this. I I thought the construction was great. I love the fashion of it. I love the collar. I love uh. the bald head, the makeup, the earrings, uh. the body language. It just all uh. like I did not need it to be more ornate than it was. I was like, no, like the construction was so good at because of what she used, it looked almost like it was knitted. And I thought yes. that was really great. I just oh, I fucking love this look. I just I thought this was such a oh my God. I just love this look. I I, I'm shocked that she didn't win. You know, I mean, certainly the narrative was setting it up for her to win because obviously, you know, there was so much about like, oh, you know what happened last uh, the time? Bag ball. The bags oh, and whoops. all those bags were terrible. Uh, uh, terrible. She was Please. in those memes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah she should have won. Uh, and she didn't. Heidi also did really great. I, I can see somebody, no, me, uh, I could see how it could be a little simpler and that it would have been, it would have packed more of a punch, but it doesn't matter. She created an ombre effect with the napkins. She had the mermaid. She, I mean, she did so much with this look. Uh, is it going to be the look that I remember? No, I'm going to remember Lala's. I'm yeah, not going to remember Jessica's. No, I, that, that was what was so surprising to me. I was like, listen, Jessica's beautiful and so hot, but. This I I was like, but isn't is this not another corset with stuff glued to it? Right, right. And when Rue's like, well, I know we love creativity. And we can see you were very creative. And I thought, but Michelle just went down the line about Candy <laughs> and Jimbo and whoever else just gluing shit on shit. And I thought, but this is just like a really well put together version of gluing shit on shit. Yeah, it was surprising. It was there were some surprising choices, which you know they. This is what All Stars is. We just have to, we just have to, you know, love who we love, and you know, not like who we don't like. 
you know, hate the garments that we hate and then move on um, because they're going to just keep doing this. It's a, it's a reality show. They wanted Jessica to win this episode so that she could make all of the money and then some from season two. <laughs> well, I was going to say she made more money in one lip sync than Tyra made for a whole fucking season. Uh, so, you know, look, look how that story wrapped up. But I pretty wild. Yeah, I, I did really appreciate it. it. Felt like an act one gun when when Rue tells Alexis and uh, James and Heidi that they're safe. And Heidi has this like little face journey that I was like, oh, Heidi is in her feelings. Heidi is mm. not happy. And I honestly, I get it. Watching it again, I was like, I get it. I really it, there. It was truly the definition of like, what more do you want from me, Miss Merle? I'm just a Heidi girl. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I get it. I I know she was in the bottom and I I I think I would have swapped her with somebody else. But I think Candy should have been in the bottom too. There it is, folks. Candy Candy stay. That last I mean, let me tell you, I loved her cherry look. I mean, I I shouldn't say I loved it. I liked it a lot. I thought she the makeup looked so good. I thought she killed it. I think it was sexy, but I did not like her spilled milk look. I thought it was really boring. And then this Jiffy Pop thing, I no, this is another look you see in the bottom. I just I it should have been Candy and Kasha in the bottom. I feel like this that like foily material, obviously most infamously used by Jiggly in season four. Correct. But I feel like I'd have to go back, or one of our astute Marys could tell us, like, has a queen ever been really successful with this material? Because I feel like it is always mm. a recipe for disaster. And obviously, I'm not remembering every eight thousand looks on the on, you know on the show, but I just feel like this is like club kid shoes and Dragula. Like it just doesn't go good. You're not supposed to use that material. Yeah, right? Yeah. I feel like it's not forgiving. They always say that about using right. like satin. It's not very oh, forgiving. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's not very forgiving to the to the form or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... Ugh, that's who I would have put in the bottom instead of Darian. Although Darian's look wasn't anything special. Um, I thought Candy's was worse. Um, and yeah, I definitely would have crowned Lala to win. Jimbo should not have been in the top. It should have been Heidi. And mm. I uh, and Jessica, I think, should have been safe as well. I think the top should have been Alexis, Heidi and Lala. Yeah, you know, I, I thought that Alexis's supermodel supermarket supermodel look was very it was it was reminiscent of that runway, the fur runway, where it was like it's a very nice look. But I felt like in comparison to the others, it was kind of simple. And I feel like that's oh, why I she see. wasn't in the top. It looked okay. great. And I loved her like the color palette. But I feel like it wasn't. The va va voom certainly of her other looks, but Jimbo shouldn't have been in the top. No, I mean that. I think that was probably more for the fact that Jimbo thought outside of the box with the fruity patootie look. But I also agree that the milk look for Jimbo. I thought this was this is not this was never a milk look. This was a look you had that you made mm. you made milk out of it. You know, interesting. Yeah, Jimbo's just a bimbo, and that's why she was in the top, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. Um. Uh, uh, you know, all stars always with uh, rigor Morris and you just got to accept it and move on. Yeah, because eventually it's going to be time to vote in a bathroom, you know, because uh -huh, let's remember exactly. they are oh, they're going to end up voting in a bathroom. So let's just keep perspective. There's no toilet. 
Mary, did you clock the Lava Neno reference? Yes, that was my first thought. You're so happy. I was so happy because you know it feels so good to get a reference. Mm. I loved it. I thought, oh, this this is great. This is a great crossover. I mean, I think the Lava Neno look was probably my favorite thing about the lip sync. That's the thing about that lip sync is it was Jessica's costume that won, right? Yes, because, I mean, of course, our, our lip sync assassin was none other than Raja O'Hara, who, you know, always happy to see her. But it, I I don't feel I think we talked, you know, the last couple of weeks you were saying, like, I want to see every week like the assassin be, you know, uh, formidable. And Raja's yes. a great lip syncer. But this I I I did not feel I felt like Jessica had this in the bag, you know, the moment the boobs came out. Well, that's the thing. And yeah, it was kind of like, I don't know, in like gamer speak, it was a little like the tits were a little OP. Like once those tits came out for a song called Coconuts by Kim Petras, Mary, Mm. like you need those boobs in order to compete even. And the fact that Raja didn't have anything like that, it was like, well, yeah, just just tell her to sit down. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was Kim Petra. Kim Petra, oh, right. Monica. Right. It's, it's Kim Petra. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got this Kim, yeah. Kim Petra Sorry. look. Yeah. Uh, just I want to validate Monica and and what she thinks Kim's name is. Here's the thing. I think that this song is is it's almost too on the. It didn't work for me. This song. It's similar oh. to Sheepop last week, where I just felt like good song, great song, but I don't feel like it has enough fiber, enough something to bite into for a lip sync. I don't know, Mary, what Jessica was doing with those boobs. I just feel like that's what the song was written for was to just be like, yep, here are my titties. And, and you play with them when she was introducing their names, you grab one, grab the other. I don't know. It, I, I also love Kim Petra, So this like works for me. Cause she's, you know, she does that type of music that I'm just like, oh, you're such a slut. I love it. It's just so fabulous. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The boobs are all part of the drag and it worked for me. I think I just, I want, you know, you know, you know what I want is like Bonnie Tyler. You know what I mean? Like I want. I understand you know, that. Yep. Yeah. Like I want somebody to look sweaty at the end. You know? Well, you don't know what, what, what. Jessica's chest looked like. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, plate. no, I'm I'm sure it was the Everglades underneath there. But I, uh-huh. I just that's what I want. I want a lip sync where it's like it's like when they do a Celine song on Canada. It's like, oh, this is what I want. I want all of this. This is what I want. This is what I need. This yeah. is what I live for. Mary, here's my question for you: Is Jessica getting the same critique as Yara Sophia? Who did basically the same same lip sync? Oh um, yeah, and, and Jimbo. That's interesting, and in that boobs have become quite. I've mean, always been a topic around this show, but certainly with Jimbo, got a little you know um, enlarged. Phantom doesn't like it when they bounce, right? That's what I've just like noticed. They don't like it when the drag queens make them bounce and kind of play with them. Like that's a trigger for people being like, hey, what are you doing to those breasts? Right. Uh, the mini challenge in season 11. Right. Uh, uh, there was a wet T-shirt contest in season four. Right. There's something that happens when the drag becomes all about the boobs that 
is that makes makes it then up for critique of like, hey, what are you making fun of here? And I wonder if Jessica's getting that same critique. I feel like if she is, I don't want to see it because I, you know, like you like. I feel like it's the same thing about Jibbo. You like the, you know, you like the boobs. You like the boobs. You don't like the boobs. You don't like the boobs. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to stop wearing them. You know, mm. uh, I. I I, it's I, I have a different opinion, uh, but I don't have boobs, so you know, take that for what. I'm not boobs, Ed. Yeah, yeah, these are not boobs, Ed. Not you yeah, know, not boobs. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something about, um, I don't know, men, and I say all men, right? Uh, playing with boobs because they can't, and I don't know, and as a, as a as a as a a boy, as a young man, like. That was something I did, right? Uh, just because I saw my sisters had boobs and I was like, well, what does that feel like, right? And, it, you know, the first time I put on a bra and put um, water balloons in there, it, I mean, it was amazing. I had the best time. It was so fun. Yeah, I, I, you know, listen, I'm on the camp of like, boobs are great, you know? Uh, go boobs. Yay boobs. You know, yeah. where Let's would celebrate we be breasts. without boobs? Yeah, let's celebrate press. And, you know, I think we talked about this, man, all the way back when we were talking about season seven, but there is this this push in drag, right, to look more like the 90s supermodels and uh, the trend of flat-chested flat queens coming out happened. And I feel like that's the, the accepted thing now, right? These skinny queens. Everybody just wants to see the skinny queens instead of the voluptuous ones with, you know, a large butt or a large or a large rack, if you will. And and no one and there's no resolution. That's right. And there's always room for kindness. Oh, I mean, listen, talking through tears, Kasha Davis talking through uh, tears. I Heidi losing it. Heidi yeah. losing it. I mean, I hate to see it, but I love to see it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they send Kasha home. There's always room for kindness. I, it was a gag. I, I don't know why, Mary. And I'm not even kidding here. I'm not even like, you know, being hyperbolic. But I did get emotional. Like I, w- I welled up when she said it, and I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I definitely now. This is going to be very out of character, but I watched this at a bar on Friday. Oh, what? I know. So I went with my friend Angel from college. Yeah, she she's a listener oh, of the podcast. I love her. So she oh, she is. Hi, yeah. Angel. Oh. Uh, and we went to this bar, Tailgate, in Williamsburg. Oh, Tailgate. That's where Thorgy Thor hosts. And it was Thorgy hosting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey guys. Thorgy Thor. Yeah. and Orgy, and I feel incredible. Yeah, it was. And it was really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was really fun. We, there was plenty of space. We had drinks. We had food. Yeah. We had a really good time. But you know, obviously, watching in that setting, it, it, the the emotions don't always come through. The crowd at that point is kind of drunk because, like, right. Thorgy, you know, because there were no commercial breaks, but she paused it a couple times to like do this raffle. But then, of course, she just went on for like twenty minutes. So it was like, okay, all right, oh, it's no. nine thirty, Thorgy. Oh no! Um, who did that? Oh, you know who did that? Uh, I went to see an All Stars episode. I think I went with Sister Mary Billy uh, to Pieces, and <laughs> Yuha Hamasaki did that. I was like, "Girl, <laughs> yeah." Put on the rest of the episode. Put on the rest of the episode. Do, the, do it after. <laughs> so, so watching it the first time, I I didn't get the full you know connection 
but then watching it again, I was like, oh, this is, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I felt something. I felt some feelings. I, I think it just kind of goes back to like Kasha's very real kind of open energy and it just felt very mm. vulnerable and very true. There's always time for kindness. Oh, oh, so good. Love it. High drag, high drag. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, the, yeah, we kind of talked about Untucked a little bit. Alexis kind of playing that game to look like candy, which was just joy. Um, and then Heidi coming out being like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm quitting the show. Yeah, trying to pull in a door. Like, I don't think I belong here. I mean, I get the frustration, uh, but it's week three. Mary, she's already hawking her sex toy. So, okay, like three, it's so funny. Three Marys sent this to us like at, almost at the same time. I was like, oh, you have three new messages. And I was like, am I looking at the same message? But I appreciate Marys who sent it. Don't think that you shouldn't have. The idea that three of you thought of us is a yeah, uh, right. high it's compliment. But Continue that. Please, yes. It, it, if we get multiples from things, it's only just reinforcing like, okay, this is a thing. Uh, yeah. But then, but I didn't dig into it enough. To like, is this is this real? It's absolutely real. Um, it's on fleshjack.com. There's a whole drag queen section. So there's Manila Luzon Lube, but it's called like Manila Lubon. Uh huh. Um, there's Willem's Pink Butthole, uh, and it's a fleshlight. Oh. But it's Willem's Butthole. Okay. And then there is a. It's kind of so. Uh, in the fleshlights like there's um quick jacks you know like there's little ones like just little guys quick like jack. little mini travel ones yeah like little uh travel size ones mm. and that's what heidi's is and it is the shape of her mouth with the gap wow well uh that sounds I just I don't know if I'm going to jerk off into it but I'm glad there's somebody else out there who can if they so choose hey it's a it's a fun little gag gift, and maybe you're into that thing. That will bring me. That's a topic we can bring up on Matreon. Um, I'll just remind me. Just be like, oh, Mary, what's up with the you know hiding in closet thing? What did you want to talk about that you didn't feel comfortable talking about on Main? Yeah. And uh, I will. I will indulge you in uh, a little story time. Uh, drag Queen Story Hour. No, not Drag Queen. Oh, oh, oh but, all right. Uh, yeah, but, I love that Matreon is kind of our alt account. <laughs> well, Only Mary's is. Only Mary's is sure. truly our, like, big alt account. But Matreon yeah. is kind of our, like, promoting OnlyFans account. Yeah. Sure, yes, it's an alt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, yes, uh, Heidi's mad. She's mad, mad. And then she went on Twitter. I think she was like, hey, sorry, I had a low moment. You know, you're all been really nice to me, uh, which is good. But the fact that she's hawking already, I'm like, does she go home next week? Mm. I hope she doesn't send herself home. Uh, you know, uh, granted, like, that wouldn't be out of the question. We've seen that on, ooh, three other All-Star seasons, Mary. Can oh, you name I, them? Here's trivia. Here's yes. trivia. Okay, so uh, so stupid. Uh, you're so stupid, Adoradolano. You're so stupid. You're so stupid yeah. in my sunglasses. <laughs> uh, you're so stupid. So she's so, so stupid. You're so stupid. I mean, that's a great tote bag. It's Michelle Visage <laughs> in those sunglasses saying you're so stupid at 7 a.m. outside of the, the, the studio. Um <laughs> So then, obviously, uh, I'm going home. Ben de la Creme uh -huh. sent herself home. And then the third one who sent herself home, ooh, ooh, I 
Oh, no. Oh, can you give me like one hint? Oh, uh, no, I might I might be wrong. <laughs> Maybe only two people have sent themselves home. Maybe only two. And this is the third. And yeah. this is the third. Okay, well, that feels. I think so. Because let's go through it, right? Season one of All Stars, nobody sent themselves home. No. Unless you want to say that Pandora really sent herself home. I mean, um, Pandora <laughs> was certainly sent home uh, by <laughs> by means in which she was somehow involved. Yeah. Yes. Uh, season two, we already talked about, was a door. Yeah, right. And they did not send Roxy home, thank God. No. Uh, or Roxy didn't send herself home. No. So All-Stars 3, Bendel Krem sent himself home. Or themselves or whatever. Ben, uh, okay, great. I did not know that Bendel Krem was non-binary. Um, and that I don't know, I'm, just, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my due diligence. Hey, I love it. Thanks for letting me know. That's okay. Um, Bendel Krem sent themselves home. Uh, Aja did not. Uh, then season four, there the 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 main thing was that Manila got sent home early. Yes. It, so it had a similar feeling of like, <gasps> but it was more that life's not fair, and Manila was on, kept on losing on. Uh, yes, and got sent home. Yes. Uh, then season five, season five, nobody sent themselves home unless you think, <laughs> oh, I don't know that, uh, no, none of them sent themselves home. That wasn't India Pharaoh was season six, right? India Pharaoh was season five. Cause I feel like India Pharaoh's actions sent, oh no, 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 you're not wrong. Didn't Angina kind of vote for herself to go home? Yeah. Okay. 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 Cause I looked at Angina's name. I'm like. Oh, what is going on with Angina right now? Why she do I feel like she did? Kind of sent her. I think she picked her own lipstick. Maybe that's what it was. And, but like in terms of the voting when she voted in the bathroom, but then ultimately the group uh -huh. had sent her home and she was like yeah. in agreement. Right. Oh, and they found that out when they picked the lipsticks. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's a great trivia question. It is three because next season, nobody sent themselves home. It was Akira, Scarlet, Jada, Silky, Jiggly, Serena, Jan, Pandora, uh, and then Trinity got bumped by. Yeah. Um, uh, what's her face? Eureka coming back. Yeah. And All Star okay. Seven, there was no homing. No one was going home. You know. No one was going home because yeah, there, there there were no stakes to do that. Okay, great. I love that we got that trivia question out. That's hey, if there's any drag queens that are hosting a trivia night, add that one in there. Uh, name the queens that sent themselves home on All Stars. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and, and the, three queens and the real ones know that it, Angina is included in that because she says it in the room. She's like, I think I should go home. I think I need to yeah. go. Yeah. So wait, we're not counting. Oh, oh, we're saying that Heidi, right. If Heidi does, that would be four out of eight seasons. Yes, exactly. Wow. Half. Okay, so it does it does belong on the bingo board in that sense. I, I Given how easy bingo has been this season, we got to step our you-know-what's ah. up and start getting a little more niche. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, I hope she doesn't. I love Heidi. Uh, I'm a worry about Heidi. I hope she does only worry about Heidi. Um, I want to see... The tea that she's going to spill next episode, I'm excited about. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. I love that. I love that, like, I've got tea that'll just blow this competition up or whatever she says. I just, I love oh, the teaser man. of that. Uh, All Stars 8. Uh, so good. Well, Mary, who's your uh, 
BSA this week? I mean, of course it's LaLaurie. Of course. It's okay. that look. Okay. It's, yeah, LaLaurie. I mean, you know, obviously, not that she didn't have enough flowers on already, but a few flowers to Kasia Davis for the talking through tears and just the general loveliness. But uh, yeah, that this LaLaurie look, this, you know, lined my shelves and lit up my life. You know, I know that everybody is going to call me biased. Hey, it's fine. Just, you know, don't leave us a one-star review on iTunes because of it. But I, this moment, I think, is going to be a memorable one. I make a wonderful roast chicken. It, there's just something that's going on with Alexis where I'm just like, huh, you deserve an honorable mention for this episode. All right. Well, I think it's just important to remember. Your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> That's going to go in the soundboard next week. I'm going to key your car there. Yeah. And your jacket should be longer than your shirt. Your jacket should be longer than your shirt. Uh, Mary, I sent you this. You know, it's the the quote is, uh, there's always time for kindness. Um, but I edited it in from under the big top. <laughs> uh, what's her face? Uh, Jade, no. Jada Shade Hudson? No. Uh, forget her name. Um, but uh, but Kimora Moore. Yes, Kimora, yeah. Kimora. So it's there's always time for being a bitch, which is you know. You gonna play it? Oh, I should. Okay, here we go. There's always time for being a bitch. <laughs> oh, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, well, <laughs> well, Marys, thank you so much for listening to our supersized episode about the supermarket ball. If you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on uh, Instagram at All Right Mary Pod. You can uh, find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Uh, if you want to play bingo, our bingo is there. If you want to buy our merch, you know, it's backslash store. You can buy some merch on the All Right Mary store. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And if you want to hear even more of me, uh, you can hear me on the Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on Best Supporting Actresses like La La Rie this week. Uh, you can also find more of me on Instagram at Conjurker underscore, and you can get more of both of us, including our All Right Mary Alt account uh, at the, the, the uh. Patreon level, where we will be talking all, we will be breaking down Ooh. RuPaul's Architectural Digest open house, open door. Video. Open legs. Open legs. <laughs> uh, and we're going to doing an Only Marys this week. We're going to be talking about all kinds of shit. So this is a great time to join us at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, I've been going back and forth, but I have been. Uh, I, so do you know the singer Jesse Ware? I've heard of Jesse Ware. Yeah. So she has a new album out right now called That Feels Good. And this uh. album is and it does it is wall-to-wall lip-sync songs it is so fucking good this album and so uh i my favorite song is uh shake the bottle but i feel like given you know kasha davis has shaken Mm. the bottle maybe that is appropriate but uh i feel no you know what yeah the the other song i think which is a, a big hit from the album is called free yourself which is amazing but i'm gonna go with the deep cut uh, I'm going to say this week's uh, Last Chance Lip Sync is Shake the Bottle. Let's shake the bottle. And while we're shaking the bottle, let's let's let loose, Marys. What do you say? Okay, come on, every all the queens. Let's say it. Let, let loose. loose. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
Yeah, let's do that. You know, and just because we didn't do it at all this week. It's not funny. But, you know, it is. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, and Mary, wait, while we're, while we're kind of talking about that, do you remember who, who won season 15? Tasha Colby. Tasha, Tasha Colby. Colby. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Colby. Yeah. By the way, it, this is, I can't believe I forgot to mention this earlier, but as I've been charting every week, who, get, who gets oh, yes. this part of the runway song? Uh, yeah. Was it Jessica? No. It was Alexis. <gasps> oh my God. Alexis. She's a floozy. She's a floozy. So. For what it's worth, Alexis got the best part of the runway song this week. Ah, love it. Well, she's such a floozy. Marys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Eh, tatsies. Yeah.